Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, we've spoken a bit on this program about the challenges that are being faced in the UK and uh, the advice that's being given to the Trudeau government, uh, pay your bills, don't start spending money we don't have. And how, here's how this ties together. After just weeks as the Prime Minister of the UK, Liz Truss, is facing talks of a leadership challenge within the Conservative Party, and the opposition leaders are clamoring for a general election. Now, the new Prime Minister fired her Chancellor, the Finance Minister, and replaced uh, the Finance Minister with a new one, Jeremy Hunt, who's warning about, quote, difficult decisions, end quote, and some taxes going up. This after the previous Finance Minister, or Chancellor, cut the top rate of income tax. Now, with energy prices soaring and the trust government having introduced an energy price guarantee, all sorts of things are going on over there, including Britain's financial sustainability being a subject of discussion between the head of the Bank of England and the new Chancellor. And again, Canada has now been urged to resist further spending, with experts pointing to the United Kingdom and the stressors there. Katja Hoyer joins us, Anglo-German journalist and historian, the author of Blood and Iron, The Rise and Fall of the German Empire. Katja, thank you for coming back. Sounds like um, sounds like a bit of a whirlwind going on in uh, in England, as far as the UK, as far as politics is concerned. What's happened to jeopardize Liz Truss as Prime Minister just weeks after being sworn in? <laughs> Hello, Roy. It's great to be back on your show. Um, yes, it is certainly a, a bizarre situation. I think lots of people are asking themselves right now how it has got to this when you think that the Conservative Party has uh, one of the you know, biggest majorities in Parliament in, in recent times and, and sort of you know, won a, a landslide victory, you could say, in the 2019 elections. And, you know, here we are on a, uh, on a prime minister that is as deeply unpopular as you, as you can get and possibly on her way out very soon. You know, there's an old joke about um, don't form a circle and shoot inward. But that seems to be what the Conservative Party is doing ever since they managed to uh, get rid of David Cameron. And and here's this new prime minister who replaced the last one. What was his name? Oh, yeah, Boris. Um, but but she, she's reversed in just a few weeks. She's reversed course on significant issues. What happened? Yeah, I mean, the, uh, she announced the... Well, it's not called a budget. It was a mini budget um, or a fiscal event, um, as, it, as it came to be known, where basically a number of very drastic financial decisions were made. And that seemingly only she and the cha- then Chancellor, Kwasi Kwarteng, knew about. Um, and it, it basically spooked the markets. Uh, it drove interest rates up for mortgages and, and made Britain's uh, kind of, you know, financial um uh, reliability effectively a, a joke worldwide and therefore um, you know people were quite shocked when it happened because it, it sort of came out of the blue certainly the kind of drastic nature of it did um, and and she's now paying the political price for that and this was at the time that energy prices were soaring as you've explained to us previously Yes, absolutely. And people were expecting, um, you know, the government to sort of step in and, and help cap those prices or, or help deal with them. Um, and even that, by all accounts, was was something that uh, Liz Truss had to be kind of talked into. It's now become 
the main thing that she focuses on when on the rare occasion that she does face questions from from journalists um you know she, she sort of upholds the, the energy package um but this is apparently also something that um you know she wasn't keen to do um and it's also going to cost a lot of money that that needs to come from somewhere so how determined how concentrated and how powerful might the conservative party her own party opposition to her as prime minister be right now um it that it doesn't seem to be um coordinated yet in a way that you know the most of most of the MPs are sort of gearing up to ouster i think there's currently a debate amongst different groupings as to what they're going to do about it because there's um you know still one and a half years or so left before the next election and the question is sort of you know are they just going to keep their heads down and hope that they can get through this or should they ouster beforehand should they go into the election with a different prime minister should they have an election right now just be done with it and go possibly into opposition given that the polling is so um kind of indicative that they would basically lose the election um so there doesn't seem to be a concerted plan yet but i think most of the conservative mps are certainly in a position now where they're thinking about you know where's this going because it isn't going anywhere they want to go it's like prime minister of the week in the uk the uh, well, what's the situation uh, economically in the country if the international monetary community is looking uh, at England, at the UK with a bit of a jaundiced eye? What's the what's the economy like? How's this affecting the average person who's already afraid of heading into the fall and the winter with uh, uncertain energy supplies? Yeah, I think uncertainty is the key word here. People certainly don't really know where it's going. Um, lots of mortgage deals have been cancelled over 2,000, you know, on the back of that budget when it was announced. Um, some of them are now coming back slowly because people sort of feel that, um, you know, with the reversal of the uh, of the course, basically, uh, there might be stability coming up. And this is something the new chancellor will have to have to do. But uncertainty is certainly something that people are, you know, is, is the main key, the main thing that people are worried about. Um, you know, given that pension funds weren't safe, um, mortgages are a huge problem, prices are going up, we've got record inflation. Um, so it's people are worried and it looks like it's going to be a very tough winter. On top of that, you've got huge problems in the health system, for example, um, all sorts of public services not, not running properly, um, strikes going on, um, more people threatening to strike. So it, it, there's a feeling, I think, in the country that, um, yeah, there's going to be a very tough and, and uncertain winter ahead. Made me think of the words that we've heard several times when we talked about the European energy reality. And I know the uh, UK is no longer part of the European Union, but for generalizations purposes here, energy affects the entire the entire area. And we've heard those two words, social unrest, and they've been talked about when it comes to Germany, when it comes to France, when it comes to other European countries, Italy, for example. Is there concern about? And you just mentioned strikes potentially about real social unrest developing in England in the UK. Yeah, I think the comparison that's normally made is to the 1970s and the and the energy crises then, um, which you know saw widespread strikes mm -hmm. that led to power outages and, and things like that. Um, there's certainly um, a feeling that you know within kind of industrial strike action um, that that might might spread because it's it's mainly rail workers for instance at the moment so we've got constant kind of rail strikes going on um, but on top of that um, there's now in the medical sector nurses threatening to strike for example 
uh, teachers and then other public sector workers. Um, it's not entirely clear yet what's going to happen with wages in the public sector. If, they, if it doesn't go up, uh, then yes, you might see that. I don't think it's so much um, kind of a, a threat of, of social unrest on the streets as such, not not so much in Britain. That is a concern in other European countries. So, um, But there's certainly a, a feeling that workers might just work, you know, walk out. And the, the cause that the government has driven in that respect in terms of you know arguing on um, sort of, you know, discipline in terms of wages and, and wage rises on the one side, but then, you know, lowering the tax uh, rate for the for the riches and, and you know, removing a, a cap for bankers' bonuses and things like that on the other side uh, have certainly not helped with people feeling very kind of aggrieved about their situation. Yeah, no doubt. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.